How in the world does Nancy Pelosi block anybody? Wait a second. Wait a second. We just spoke to Congressman Banks. If you mix, if you missed it, I'm gonna I'm gonna share it with you. This has to do with the the one six committee. It's not the commission. The commission got voted down. Send me that story, producer Ari. It's the committee because the commission got voted down because the commission is nonsense. Of course it was. It was only used as a political witch uh, witch hunt tool. That's it. You would ne- you you don't legitimize something that is meant to be a political cudgel. These people have no interest in knowing what happened on January 6th. Then again, these are people who say it was worse than 9/11, which of course is a lie. But what we're seeing right now is Speaker Pelosi putting out putting out a press statement saying um you have, uh, even though they want this commission, they're going to have this committee that the minority leader, meaning Kevin McCarthy, uh, recommended five members to serve on the committee. And I spoken with him this morning about the objections raised by representatives Jim Banks and Jim Jordan and the impact that their appointments may have on the integrity On the and of the investigation, what what's the integrity issue of Jim Banks, who served in our military, and Congressman Jim Jordan? That they're loud, that they're fo- that they're focused, with respect for the integrity of this investigation, with an insistence on the truth, and with concern about statements made and actions taken by these members. I must reject the recommendations of Representative Banks and Jordan to the Select Committee. The unprecedented nature of January 6th demands this unprecedented decision. Or is it because banks objected to, I don't know how many states it was, two states? Regarding uh, their uh, certification, which was lawful, by the way. If you wanted to know whether this was political, here you go. It's over. Of course it's political. From beginning uh, to end. Did I say hello already? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Tony Katz. The phone number, 833-468-8669. Nancy Pelosi is not interested in facts, logic, or reason. Nancy Pelosi is interested in utilizing this as a tool to help keep the House. And regardless of your politics... Let's at least look at the fact that the Democrats have a serious problem maintaining the House. They're the incumbent party. It's hard to keep power. Then you have gas prices, food prices, the southern border, continued conversations about lockdowns, and inflation. These are all things not working in the favor of the Democratic Party. Say that again, Ari? Uh, Kevin McCarthy is pulling the GOP picks from the committee. Of course he is. Of course he is. This is all happening in real time, people. All happening in real time. Now, I'm still gonna, if, if you miss it, I'm still going to share with you what it is Congressman Banks had to say. I, like, I, I think you should hear, hear it if, if you missed it. So now we have Kevin McCarthy... 
pulling all, pulling all of them because Pelosi said that she'll take uh, the 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 others. She'll take Rodney Davis of Illinois. She'll take Kelly Armstrong and Troy Nels uh, of of Texas. Now McCarthy's saying that that no 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 we're not going to put anybody on the committee now. That's what he's saying. Yeah, this is. Yep, this is exactly what you thought it would be. This is exactly, my gosh, all happening in real time. We have the congressman an hour ago, and now we're into this. Yeah, I don't know. Should I still share the interview? I mean, someone, you guys tell me. Because, I mean, he got into why he, he wanted to be uh, 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 on this. Why it did matter. Why it is that Kevin McCarthy asked him to do it and why he said yes. I think the biggest problem here is that we have some people who want to push the idea that January 6th matters. Now, maybe I should rephrase that. That January 6th is the most important thing. It's not. I think a riot and looking into what caused a riot is is fine. I, I have zero issue with such a thing. But... The idea that what happened at the Capitol is worse than anything else that happened? Worse than 9-11? No. Worse than what's happened in Minneapolis and Seattle and Indianapolis and Portland? No. It's not worse because it happened to you, member of Congress. I'm not even saying you weren't scared. I'm fine with you telling me you were scared. Fine with it. Because it's very possible you were scared. You're not used to this kind of thing. You don't know how this goes down. Uh, My advice to you would be to carry a gun everywhere you go. Carry a gun everywhere you go. That would be my my advice. And I know I'm going to get yelled at from people. Oh, sure, Sony. You okay with with, uh, uh, members of the the Capitol Police shooting people? No, I'm not. I am okay with members of Congress carrying a firearm and protecting themselves. You're not? That's weird because you were fine when Lauren Boebert wanted to do it. I'm fine when Americans want to do it. Maybe that's the difference. But I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to people in the who who, who refuse to take a second to think and breathe. Yeah, I got I, I that's something I'm trying to work on. Like sometimes I say you and but I don't mean you. I mean I mean them, the they. As for Speaker Pelosi, thinking this is the most important thing in the world. Um there was no point in, in in denying these people. Now you just made it. Okay, you guys go have fun. We tried. We tried. What are you going to do? I wanted to get into the critical race theory conversation. Because, man, this stuff from Biden, this group that he's supporting, these the Guide for Racial Justice and Abolitionist Social and Emotional Learning from the Abolitionist Teaching Network... This is some radical stuff. But we have learned that radical stuff is exactly what the critical race theorists are all about. They aren't about conversations about better education. They are solely and exclusively about moving an ideology, not race ideology. I have that story coming up, guys. Tony Katz, great to be with you.
It seems every day I get another email about what's going on in schools, concerned parents, stories about critical race theory and social-emotional learning. And I got to tell you, they work hard at this social-emotional learning conversation and how they utilize that, right? So it's supposed to be at how students regulate their emotions and communicate with others and use compassion and empathy to understand the needs of other people, how they build relationships and make good decisions. But they don't ever discuss how within that context, because I think people would agree, rationally, we want kids to be able to handle their emotions. But they don't ever discuss how within that context, that's how they push the bigotry of division. Well, you see, you have to understand that because of the color of your skin, you're you're entitled to things and that's what's wrong you understand that what you did was wrong because because of the color of your skin you you believe that something should be yours when it shouldn't be that's something happening in schools or maybe said a a, a better way that is everything that parents fear so instead of a conversation of how do we ensure that doesn't happen parents are told you don't understand People promote this idea of social-emotional learning. They promote it as if somehow the teacher has a skill set the parent doesn't have. I put forth to you that that might be true in some cases, but is not true in my case. I would not trust the teacher to do that based on what I've seen in terms of social media from some of these teachers. And I have admitted on this show repeatedly, man, I think my kids' teachers are fantastic. They had an incredible year of hybrid learning. I thought they did very well. I thought they came out of it solid. Now, maybe that's because we are a fortunate enough family, the way we've structured things, to have somebody home with them, to be able to go through things with them. But I'm still impressed. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. But I am unimpressed with the people who will not rationally discuss the issues of critical race theory. And who still get into this nonsense of, oh, you don't even know what it is. Oh, it's taught in colleges. We call it critical race theory. No one cares whether you say that's taught in colleges. We're discussing what's happening in our schools. And if you want to engage the sophist's argument, see, I don't mean you, I mean they. If they want to engage the sophist's argument, they're more than welcome to. They're simply wrong. And what they're doing is telling parents they don't count. They are proactively discounting those parents, and that's disgusting. Remember, the real anger that you're seeing is that parents are stepping up and saying, wait a second, I ceded education to these people. These people aren't taking care of my children. They're hurting my kids. Well, I got to get back in there. And the teachers are like, whoa, 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 whoa. We have special training. You cannot tell us what to do. We are the teachers, the unions. We have the power. I assume they sound like that, like it's some weird, weird uh, episode of G.I. Joe and they're all in Cobra. By the way, for those of you paying attention, my second G.I. Joe reference in less than 24 hours. There's a group called the Abolitionist Teaching Network. I'd never heard of it. I'd never heard of it. Uh, It's just that the Biden administration is promoting this group. They've got a guide for racial justice and abolitionist social and emotional learning. Abolitionist. We know the abolitionists as the abolitionists. The people, the Republicans, who work towards ending slavery. 
good good people as far as I'm concerned. But this group is very, very into subterfuge on critical race theories. You got to do some looking. You got to take a look at their website and, uh, you know, some of the people that they, they, they've, they've got in this. And you can also take a look at um, their resources. Not just any resources. Resources for agitators. Wow, what a th- what a word! Are you you're, so you're not teaching, you're 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 engaged in proudly agitating. All right, books like "What a World Without Cops" would look like. I swear to you, that's the name of a book. So help me, I couldn't make this up. Here's anti-racist social and emotional learning. Dear white teachers, you can't love your black students if you don't know them. By Bettina Love. Bettina Love is all over this. How to be an anti-racist educator. So already we know what you're all about. And anti-racism is racism. It doesn't matter if they call it anti. It doesn't matter. Educate to liberate. Build an anti-racist classroom. It's a lot. The very concept of anti-racism. Stripping away the individual. Leaving only the race behind. Therefore there is always a guilt. This is everything that so many parents of all colors and all stripes oppose. This is what they oppose. One of their resources is Why Black Lives Matter from Ben and Jerry's. The same Ben and Jerry's that has stopped selling ice cream in Israel because they are some Jew-hating bastards. They don't they 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 refer to all of Israel as occupied Palestinian territory. Just so we're clear. They don't bring up a single policy, but they say they were listening to their fans. Okay. What podcast do they want you to listen to? Intersexually Matters with Kimberly Crenshaw. That's again exactly what you you already knew. And the 1619 project, which we know is a lie. So we we've already seen uh, what it is this group is about and and the the lies and bigotry that is connected uh, to them. While they may not mention critical race theory, if you've got Kimberly Crenshaw as part of the people you're looking to, well, Kimberly Crenshaw is critical race theory, a leading scholar of critical race theory. So we know what they're about, but I think the the best one, the one that fully explains who they are, and remember, this is an organization that Joe Biden is pushing. They are connected to something called Asada's Daughters. Disrupt, deepen, escalate, sustain. Asada's Daughters is a black woman-led, young person-directed organization organization rooted in the black radical tradition. And when you take a look at a bit of artwork they've got, it's uh, there's, there's a girl there who's, I, I don't know if she's white or not, and uh, she's got kind of like red hair, kind of, it's on fire, and then there's a, a, a black girl uh, there. It's, 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 a, it's a cartoon wearing glasses and uh, green cornrows. And then there's a woman in black wearing a beret, fist in the air. 
That's Asada Shakur, Asada's daughters. You may know her as Joanne Chesimard, the same woman who murdered a New Jersey state trooper, escaped, and then fled to where? Cuba. Joe Biden is supporting a group that wants to teach your kids that thinks Asada Shakur is somebody we should emulate. If you want to tell me this is about race, you're more than welcome to, but you know you're lying. This is about ideology. This is about pushing the socialism, nay communism, all through, of course, Marxism. That's what this is. She's a cop killer. And they're putting her on a pedestal. And this is a resource? I wouldn't let you near my kids if your damn life depended on it. Why are you so amazed that other parents are the same way? You see, when I do it, I'm just a guy on the radio. It's just the radio thing. Just a shtick. See that, Producer Ari? It's just a shtick. That's all it is. Just a shtick. Right, right. How long have you known me, Producer Ari? Like four years. Is it anything I do a shtick? Uh, not that I'm aware of. That is correct. I'm a parent. I'm paying attention. And when people have organized where I live, whether it's Unified Carmel or Unified Westfield or Fishers One, uh, what's happening in Brownsburg, some of these other places, I'm so glad it wasn't me. I actually thought I was going to be the person who has to organize people. No, no, no. Parents were already on it. All I want to do is share more of the stories of what's actually happening. Because this fight is about to get a whole lot worse. Those people invested in this bigotry are doubling down and tripling down and believing that they're in control. Parents are going to get more and more pressure put on them, called more and more names, but parents are showing themselves to be massively resilient, recognizing that they've seeded education and have not been involved in their kids' lives enough, and now they're taking it back because they won't let their kids be treated like this. Parents of all colors and all religions and all creeds. There's a fight that's not coming. It is here. And some people are really getting into the trenches. This is Tony Katz today. You know, I got to admit, I feel bad. Two days in a row of Ocasio-Cortez stories? You guys deserve way better than that. You do. You deserve way better than that, but she won't stop talking. And when I, I got to... I, I don't have a choice. I got to share it with you. OMG. Are you kidding me right now? I am not. Oh, God! No, God, please, no, 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 no. I don't know what to tell you. I got to do it because here's a member of Congress who has a uh, degree in economics who does not know anything about capitalism. She's proud of this fact. She is absolutely proud of this fact. Look, she, she, she's an angry person. 
She's angrier at Jeff Bezos than Tulsi Gabbard, which is one of the weirdest anger things out there. Did I say hello, Tony Katz? Tony Katz today. Hey, how are you guys? Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Twitter, Parlor, Instagram, Tony Katz. Tulsi Gabbard saw Jeff Bezos go into space and tweeted out, I hope you stay there. I don't, I don't know what she's so angry about. No idea. It really goes against her unity message, personally. And then TMZ caught up with uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez doing her best Joe Biden impression with the sunglasses. Jeff Bezos said that he wanted to uh, thank every Amazon customer and every employee for financing, basically financing his trip to outer space. Is he tell, like, and he said he actually means it from the bottom of his heart. Of course he means it from the bottom of his heart, because if he didn't drive down Amazon wages, if he didn't bust the union, if he didn't have drivers, frankly, having conditions where they feel like they have to pee in bottles, that is what finance is. Exploitation of workers that financed his little jaunt into space, well, not even space, the edge of space. And for what? We did this 60 years ago with NASA, with the public. So all of this for for a billionaire to have a joyride into space, I think people would rather have health care. Kind of- Holy cow, is she remarkably hateful. Jeff Bezos only has one job. Give jobs to everybody else and make no profit. That's Jeff Bezos' job. I didn't say Jeff Bezos was the best employer in the world. I'm just not going to hate on the guy for taking his money and utilizing it the way he sees fit. No one's forced to work at, at Amazon. But you get from that, you understand, first of all, how little respect she has for all the jobs that were created regarding the space program Blue Origin. You understand that, right? You understand that she has no respect at all for those people. For the people who jobs that were created, none. And who knows what kind of benefits and everything else they were getting. Her hatred, her absolute misunderstanding, miscomprehension, purposeful because it's not she misunderstands it i think that's that's wrong of me she hates it so much she can't bring herself to find it as acceptable she hates capitalists she hates you for wanting to make a living your job is to support the union beginning middle and end alpha and omega and nothing else counts how do i know this that she knows nothing about capitalism and doesn't value capitalism and despises capitalism. It was a uh, a tweet from Sean Spicer over there at Newsmax. I was actually on Newsmax yesterday. I don't know. I didn't grab the audio. Man, I got. Sh- I'll, I'll share it tomorrow. I'll sh- I'll sh- I'll share it all tomorrow. So I I think I'm on News Nation now tonight. They are going to be interesting because they've got a miraculous uphill battle uh, ahead of them. This is the the next star group. They're already in 80 million homes, but like they, they don't even register ratings wise. They don't register at all, but they're doing their hiring. They're building out a thing. I don't know if they're going to see themselves as an opinion based news outlet or as a news outlet that brings on opinion people. I think they see themselves as the latter. And I have no idea if the marketplace is going to be down with that. Really don't know. Uh, but I mean, 
happy to to to, to appear. And uh, Leland Vittert, uh, who's been with us for forever and and was long time with Fox, he's over there now. Uh, so he he's been a friend, and I'm I'm happy to uh, to have been asked and to to do things with them. So I've been a little bit of everywhere lately. Fox and Newsmax, and now News Nation. H- happy to do it. Um, but Sean Spicer tweets out using capitalism to push socialism. And this has to do with Reuters that put out a series of tweets, nine of them actually, talking about Representative Ocasio-Cortez and how she's selling all this merchandise on her website. Selling merchandise for everything. The socialists using capitalism to make money. So she sends a responding tweet. The response has over 63,000 likes. What is it that Representative Ocasio-Cortez said? Not sure if you know this, Sean, but transactions aren't capitalism. I don't even know what that means. Why aren't transactions capitalism? If I have a T-shirt I sell for $15 and producer Ari says, I would love that T-shirt for $15, that's a, that's a transaction based on a selling of a good for dollars and people feeling a value in the exchange that they're able to do of their own volition. It's capitalism. What is she talking about? That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because we have to get into part two of her tweet. Capitalism is a system that prioritizes profit at any and all human and environmental costs. You, You can't be this bad at this. But for what it's worth, she writes, our shop is unionized, doesn't operate for profit, and funds projects like free tutoring, food programs, and local organizing. She hates capitalism. She's not a democratic socialist. She's just a socialist, nay, communist. And she hates you for wanting to make a profit off your T-shirt. By the way, uh, this holiday season, we will have much swag. We'll have have Tony Katz swag. But really, the Eat, Drink, Smoke swag is coming. The Cigar and Bourbon show that I do. Um, Lighters, ashtrays. We've got a book that's coming out, unless we have some issues with the... uh, with the uh, the utilization of quotations, which I don't think we will. Uh, that's uh, pretty exciting. All about the capitalism, uh, people. It's going to be great. But no, no, no. She needs the unionized shop. That's what it's all about. It's all about the union. I'm not a- I, I, for the record. I'm not anti-union worker. I'm not. I'm anti-union abuse. Just so we're all clear. But she hates capitalism so much that she will gleefully, gladly lie about it. And then 60 plus thousand people, 63,000 people will like it. But they're not liking it because they agree with her on capitalism. I mean, they might agree with what she said here, but these are people of low minds who have never once spent any time thinking about it. Never spent any time thinking about it at all. No, they liked it because it was a slam on Sean Spicer. Good. You gotta slam him. Is what you got to do. That's that's all that matters. Nothing else matters in the world. Just slam Sean Spicer. Ah, oh, look, I slammed Sean Spicer. Like, 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 like. Look how smart she is. She slammed Sean Spicer. Like, 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 like.
doesn't know what capitalism is. And I guess people could have different definitions of, of, of capitalism. I guess that's possible, right? You, you, you can do Merriam-Webster, an economic system characterized by private or corporate ownership of capital goods, by investment that are determined by private decision, and by prices, production, and the distribution of goods that are determined mainly by competition in a free market. Well, I like that. Better to have the free market decide than Ocasio-Cortez decide. Wait till she decides you've had enough bread and there's no more bread at the store. Bernie Sanders once said bread lines are good things. Ask anybody who has lived in Russia or in Cuba or in any Soviet communist style system, what's better? You wait for bread or bread waits for you. I've always described capitalism um, as the system that allows people to live the way they see fit to the moment of their happiness without the concept of acceptance. Right? You get to do what you want to do. You get to choose when you feel like you've had enough. And you don't have to worry about whether or not anybody approves. As long as you're not breaking any laws, uh, well, there, there you go. You, you, you don't have to get approval. That's the thing that, that I like. Nobody gets to say, oh, we have too much of that. You need to do this. This is one of the things that I'm, I'm big on and I, and I approve of. But understand that Ocasio-Cortez not only has no understanding of it, she's proud of the fact that she has no understanding of it. It's just better to hate. Almost like a to- he's tone deaf at some point with that as well. I, I mean, I think so. I don't think that he really understands the degree that the exploitation uh, of yeah. labor, and not just not just that, but the way Amazon abuses its market power and its uh, monopoly power in order to hurt small businesses. You know, small businesses selling on Amazon, Amazon sometimes takes up to 20% of the sales that some small businesses post um, in using their platform. That's anti-competitive behavior so that Amazon products of the same thing can get an advantage. But when, at, at some point right now, with he, he donated 500, no, 100 million to Van Jones that he can give to one of his, whatever he believes in right now. Listen, I think that I would rather, uh, if it comes to a nice donation or paying your taxes so we can have health care, I would prefer Jeff Bezos paying his taxes. A nice donation? He gave, gave Van Jones $100 million? I still don't know why. Good Lord. I mean, just remarkably, remarkably hateful. But I get why she, she's going after, you know, uh, Sean Spicer. Lord forbid you should be discussing elections in the United States. What could be more important uh, than your right to vote? You've got lawmakers across America talking about election integrity, making sure your vote really counts. Newsmax and Sean Spicer, Lindsey Keith, they have been discussing this, flaws in the voting system, how they think they should be fixed. And if you're watching Spicer and Company tonight on Newsmax, you'll learn about, well, the vote and what's been going on in Texas and in Georgia, in Pennsylvania, and what other states are possibly in the crosshairs. Newsmax is coming on strong, and you know I appear on Newsmax. It's on all major cable systems. And if your operator doesn't carry it, call them. Tell them you want Newsmax, 
or you can switch and you can watch Newsmax on Roku, Samsung, LG, Pluto, Zumo, and more. And you can always download the free Newsmax app on your phone. Newsmax is growing and more and more trusted. And every night, you've got great shows with Spicer and Company, Greg Kelly, Grant Stinchfield, Cortez and Pellegrino, and a whole bunch more. So take a look. Watch Newsmax today. This Fox fetish from cable news outlets has gotten flat out out of control. As if Fox is single-handedly responsible for people not getting vaccines. We have a lot of people choosing not to get vaccines for whatever reason. But if you work on convincing them and listening to their concerns and talking them through it, maybe you'll convince them. Instead, the political left says, oh, you're just a terrible, disgusting Trump supporter. Oh, don't believe me? How about the governor of Washington, Jay Inslee? The problem with that is you're making a a risk for everybody around you when you don't get vaccinated. You're a risk for your spouse, you're a risk for your kids, your grandkids, your parents, your co-workers, because you are a bioreactor facility generating virus and spreading it around, including to kids who can't get vaccinated. I want to reiterate that. If you're a 50-year-old man who, you know, voted for Donald Trump and didn't think COVID was a problem and you don't get vaccinated right now, you arrest every kid in your city. Wow. How about I'm a 50-year-old man who voted for Biden, but I'm not getting vaccinated because I remember the Tuskegee experiments. I heard the stories from my grandfather, and I'm not going to let you people touch me. Go on, Governor Inslee. Tell that man he's a was a, was a bio uh, bioreactor facility for for COVID. Then you've got articles written by Brian Stelter at the White House is in communication with Fox News about how they're dealing with COVID. These people can't stop. They can't quit. They can't give it up. It's It's madness. Then I guess I guess Hannity was discussing vaccines last night, and everyone's like, oh, now you want to talk about it. Too little, too late. Oh, you're just saying this so you can avoid a lawsuit. This is actually uh, Dr. Vin Gupta. Please take COVID seriously. I can't say it enough. Enough people have died. We don't need any more deaths. And it absolutely makes sense for many Americans to get vaccinated. I believe in science. I believe in the science of vaccination. I welcome that message. What do you make of this drastic change? Good morning, Stephanie. You know, just like you can't cry fire in a theater uh, and and potentially uh, be free from suits, I think uh, Sean Hannity, thank you for Sean Hannity to, to put that message out, but I think he's recognizing that, that there are actual repercussions by using a platform, even if you're not a doctor and spreading misinformation. And they're probably coming aware, becoming aware of the responsibility they have from a legal standpoint. So that's, that's part of it. Um, you know, Dr. Vingupta is with MSNBC. This is disgusting. I shared the other day Mark Siegel talking about uh, vaccines. 
Your argument is they're not allowed to have any other conversation than the one you want. And now your argument is, oh, yeah, you said something, but you're only doing it because you fear a lawsuit. What lawsuit do they have to fear? If you're engaged in an honest conversation, what lawsuit do you have to fear? I wouldn't let Dr. Ben Gupta ch- uh, check on my kids. You can't be this radically disgusting and hateful and vile and be near children. Not my children. Your entire medical th- uh, theory is based on ideology. That's what, you've, that's what you've just said. It's not good enough that he said. He's only doing it for this, that, and the other. Do you really care why he's doing it? As long as the message is getting crossed, what do you give a good holy damn? These people. It's not a doctor. He's a radical. Speaking of radical, this committee on January 6th if you missed it, I'm going to share it with you. My con- my conversation with Congressman Jim Banks, who's on the committee. This is Tony Katz today.